Welcome to the Blue Barbies podcast, where we talk all things Chelsea and football related. Hello, beautiful people. It's me, Tori. I'm back again for another episode of the Blues Barbies. <laughs> you guys don't know how nice it feels to say that, to be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah, how have you guys been? I need to stop doing this while I just ghost for a while and come back and be like, oh, hey, guys. But now, the reason I ghosted is literally tied into this entire episode today. I don't have any notebook in front of me. I usually at least write the general topic of what I'm going to say. There's no notebook in front of me. I'm literally in my bed holding my mic, lying down, talking to you guys. So this is, like, completely off the rip. Like, (laughs) I don't even know what I'm going to say. But I have a lot to say. Because generally, the past month, being a Chelsea fan, has not been great. Like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, And that's pretty much what this entire episode is going to be. So I'm just going to get into it, like, how I feel and everything that's been going on. So, like I said, the past month has not been great. It has left me questioning everything that I once believed about the club, to be honest, because I've been thinking to myself, oh, but we knew Roman was not the cleanest of people and we let him buy the club, we let him run the club. What does that say about us as fans? What does that say about us as a club? Like, you know, you know how the media makes you overthink things, to be honest. And like the whole discourse around who is going to buy the club, like seeing the bidders, all of the bidders are so shit. Oh my God. There's literally, I don't endorse any of them, which is why if you go on my Twitter, I haven't spoken about, um, the sale of the club in a hot minute because I don't like any of the bidders. I don't like any of the options. And it just feels like this is such a bad situation. Like, and like, I don't know. I obviously don't want to fear monger or like make you guys sad or anything. You guys know that's not me. But generally, that's just how I have been feeling in general. Um, Talking about the team itself, you know, when we got sanctioned, it was crazy because, you know, we didn't really have an idea of how things were going to look and how things were going to pan out. It was very, like, on uncertain is the word. So seeing how the players responded to that is honestly so beautiful like it actually at times that goal that Havertz scored against Newcastle like I was literally at a photo shoot and like I thought we had lost the game I don't know why because I thought that we had given away a penalty so I expected us to lose that game and when I saw that Havertz had scored I literally bursted out crying (laughs) because it was just one of those moments for me that was like yes you guys are fighting one thing that I always have said is that if I feel like the players gave it their all, I won't, like, I'm not gonna, like, slate them or anything, like, throughout this whole process, I told myself, if we don't win today, it's okay, the circumstances are difficult, me as a uni student in my own house, I have been, this has honestly knocked my personal 
mood so imagine being a player on the team that is literally in the thick of it like what (laughs) so i didn't expect much but the fact that we won every single game that we've won every single game since we've been sanctioned is honestly fucking crazy and i'm very very proud of the team like you guys this has honestly like i'm just like really really proud like i'm really impressed and mm, players that have impressed me obviously kai Havertz. if he doesn't win player of the month it is a robbery because he has been immense the last month okay immense he's impressed me um Reese, when he played, impressed me. Um, he got injured again, but I just recently saw that he's back to full training. So he might play against Brentford. I don't think he'll play the whole 90, but I think that he will play some of it because we'd want him to play the whole 90 against Real Madrid. So let's see how it goes. Um, who else was there? Ziyech. You guys know me. I love Ziyech. Like, I've always been a fan of Ziyech. I said it from the beginning that this guy is going to be a demon. Like, we just need to give him patience. And he's adapting. He's slowly becoming that demon that we know him to be. So we just need to give him a couple more months playing where he wants to play and he'll be good. Also, Pulisic. Like, I can't lie. Pulisic has honestly been the subject of my criticism (laughs) for a really long time and i find myself low-key being a Pulisic stan now like what is going on (laughs) i'm now turning on timu and starting to like Pulisic, which is so funny because those are two things i never thought would happen but Pulisic is is honestly like he's a good he's a good player i just hope that he can be consistent because he's starting to get to an age where like he needs to be consistent and the problem with him is that he has one very good game and then goes to have three shit games or at least average games his he never can maintain the same consistency which is somebody which is unlike Havertz because Havertz at least he always maintains a seven he can maintain a seven out of ten for five games at a stretch but Pulisic, you either get a 9 out of 10 or a 5 out of 10. So, I don't like that. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, those are pretty much all the players. Obviously, Thiago Silva, that goes without saying. Um, it goes without saying all of the usual people, to be honest. Let me be real, because you guys know who the usual suspects are. I don't need to say that. I also want to point out that our attack has been good lately, which is very interesting. Because Lukaku has not been playing. <laughs> Damn, man. I still think Bolingoli is a good player. I just don't know what else to do about him. Because he needs to find a way to break through this rut that he's in. Like, I had to break through the rut I was in to come and record this right now. He needs to do the same thing. Because... No, <laughs> we didn't pay 100M for somebody that will not do anything. And the worst part is, is if we do get new owners, which I'll be moving on to later, if we do eventually get new owners, they are going to want to sell them because they're not the ones that bought him for 100M. They're just going to see it as profit. <laughs> somebody that's not playing well. We can just sell him off for anything. And boom, because the way he's playing, he's not going to go for more than 60M. 
if we're lucky that's if we're lucky so let's see how it goes um yeah anyways that's all for players thomas tuchel i love you like I'm probably more of a Tuchel stan than any stan of any player on than a stan of any player on the team because Tuchel is literally the man. He is our captain in chief. <laughs> so love that guy. First order of business for any new owner that may come is to give him a lifetime contract. None of this business with Jamie Carragher and his fucking big ass spitty ass mouth trying to be like, oh, man, you know, did you come and get two? Go-? No, none of that. None of that. No, I don't want to even hear it. None. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, to so the owner situation that I don't really want to talk about. Like I said, I don't like any of the options. I'm not going to give a single bid my endorsements because all of them have commas. With Bully, I don't like the fact that he has used debt as leverage against other clubs before and everyone always talks about the dodgers but he's only a partial owner of the dodgers you guys know that he literally only owns 20 percent of the dodgers so i don't know also the other guys in the consortium wis somebody that we know hates roman he's literally roman's op and he's only buying chelsea to spite him and the other guy in the consortium, I don't remember his name, I think Goldstein, he's a Spurs fan. And while you guys, that might not mean anything to you guys, it does mean something to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that nobody's going to put billions out of their accounts to just ruin the club. But at the end of the day, there's a difference between ruining the club and keeping the club afloat enough for you to make money out of it, like the way the Glazers do with United. So, chat to me when a Spurs fan is not the person that's trying to buy a club. Thank you very much. Um, next, I don't know much about the Broughton bid. All I know about it is that it's very Tory, conservative. Um, yeah, people on the internet don't seem to like it. So, yeah. But like I said, I don't know much about it, so I can't even say anything. Then, of course, the Ricketts. I... <sighs> I'm not a fan of the Ricketts, not because of the whole Islamophobia thing, because at the end of the day, the person that expressed the Islamophobia comments is actually not involved in buying the the club. So, yeah. The reason why I don't like Ricketts is because if you see what they've done with the Cubs, there is nothing of note. (laughs) Like, there's... that that uh, everything i've read about the cubs is really bad and negative like i've not read a single good thing about the ownership of the cubs or the cubs themselves so (laughs) i'm pretty sure that we shouldn't be allowing those kind of people into our club people that are literally just here to take the money and go and obviously no to racism like fuck that (laughs) like (laughs) yeah so yeah that's all i have to say about that and there's apparently one more bid i don't remember who the name of the person is but the person is partial owner of the boston boston celtics and i don't know if you guys know but i'm a celtics fan so that makes me happy if there's a bid i would endorse that guy but unfortunately i don't know enough about the bid to say anything about it (laughs) even and it's not just me it's like there's not much information about the bid on twitter which is slightly why i think that if anybody's going to win it's them i always said it from the beginning the person that's going to end up with chelsea is going to be somebody that was not 
in the media all through like yeah and apparently there's even one another bidder that is like completely secret that nobody knows about so yeah my hope after all of this is that roman just gets to keep the club because like i have mentioned i don't trust any of these guys let me be very honest with you i don't trust any of them running an american club is not the same thing as running a prem club as somebody that watches american sports ownership in those places in america doesn't really matter too much at least with nba and nfl it doesn't matter too much the way it does in prem in prem who your owners are matter a lot if your owners are not ambitious you will never succeed that's the issue and while i feel like you'd want to come to chelsea you know chelsea's a big fucking club we've won literally 21 trophies in the last 19 years that is something that nobody has ever done and it's only chelsea that has done that so while that is our is that is our history i don't want somebody that's going to come and not understand that history and start fucking with what we have at the end of the day people don't realize how important roman is to us roman has never it really the reason why it doesn't make sense that chelsea was part of the sanctions because roman has never in his life taken one penny out of chelsea football club he literally just dumped money into it dumped money into it dumped more money into it until we became a global superpower literally like who in the world is going to do that who else people who else tell me that none of these bidders are going to be coming in for profit at the end of the day it's business like that's the truth of the matter but you know the thing it was never business for roman it was always about the love of football which is why we owe him fucking 1.5 billion pounds and he's just like you know what don't worry about it who else in the world is going to do that aside from somebody that actually loves the club tell me this is why i don't want a new owner i want roman in fact i want chelsea to be a fucking um you know monarchy (laughs) i want when roman dies his son should take over and after his son dies his son should take over because personally i don't see who else is going to run the club this way aside from him and his family so personally i'd like to keep it that way (laughs) that's just my two cents i endorse roman abramovich you guys can say whatever you want to say about him i don't care i've done my research i know what goes on in russia to be honest i don't trust the west's propaganda and their media because they were the same guys that killed gaddafi but (laughs) let's not get too political on here this is all just for vibes but yeah that's just what it is for me um yeah actually recording this has honestly lifted a big weight off my chest because yeah i think i'm done now i feel like this was like just a like rant but not a rant more like an expression of my feelings So yeah, um, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Like you guys don't know how much I appreciate this. <sighs> yeah, let's talk later. Bye. <laughs>